It's Tuesday, July 20th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. On today's episode, after a week away on vacation, we are back live and direct in studio. We talk about our trip out east and our show at the Sandbar at the Point Machine Wharf, the fact that everything will kill you, and feeling like the odd man out while not drinking at social engagements, plus the Daily Dose with Jen Grant, your comments, and a whole lot more, and it all starts now. Nope. Why don't we do a take two? As, wait a minute, let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Vodri. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walken. This is Eddie Delicepi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am yeah. I doing? <laughs> Julian Dion Comedy, Comedy Hour? You're podcast. listening to the... <laughs> Fuck some <laughs> See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the yeah, meaning completely, doesn't it? Days and not really. I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio. In the beautiful Gatineau the Wills. Project. I was like half asleep on the couch and now I'm projecting. Hey everyone, this is Christian Potenza. This is Gay Trevor Wilson. This is Jean Paul, aka the Island Hipster, hashtag hipster business. This is Steph Tola. Hey, this is Jake Goldsby. This is Sky Wallace. Hey everybody, this is Erica Sigurdsson, aka Ricky Six. Okay, hello. Hi. This is Howard Wagman. Hey, this is Peter Anthony, the PA system. This is Matt O'Brien. Some people like to, that's my rap name. This is Jen Grant, and you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Show. You and me belong, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People, I need to lose. Sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's, it's a show. It's not an hour. It's a show. It's okay. The only Jen Grant, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Thank you, thank you very much. There she is. Let's get some. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay, we're back in studio after a week away. Here we are. It feels good to be back. So if you're just tuning in, stumbling on this on social media, this is not a repeat. We are back. Where are we? Well, well, how can we prove it's not a repeat? Well, it's Monday, July. What? How can we prove it's not a repeat? It is Wednesday, Tuesday, July 20th. Yeah. Show a newspaper. How are they going to do uh, that? It's Tuesday, July 20th, not Monday. Tuesday. Hello. And where are we? Well, we're broadcasting to you live from Lemon Press Studios in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Hey, hey. Hey. But I've got a case of the Mondays. Oh. Do you? You definitely do. I definitely do. Sigurda. You definitely do. I am profoundly tired. Like deep-seated or deep-rooted to my bones. It was not a it's not a vacation. We 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 went out east. We're back. Can I say that more? We're back. Yeah, we get it. We're back. Yeah, calm down. 
took a week off, went to New Brunswick. Self-isolation is over, so we did not have to self-isolate. We just had, we just, yes, I know, we just went down there. Oh, child. And uh, did a, a show at the Sandbar on Thursday, last Thursday, July 15th. Thanks to everyone who came out. It really felt like a pre-COVID, po- um, this thing, every single time. Uh, First of all, it's not every. Yeah, and I did it, and it just it never works for me. Well, you're not doing it right, obviously, because then I put it in, and you must be missing a character or a letter or something. There's an exclamation mark in there, or a point. Hello. Okay. Do you get the exclamation point? Yeah. <laughs> Already annoyed with me. We just got back from a week. Well, I don't know what to tell you, Jules. Yeah, you obviously I, didn't spend that time working on yourself. No, I didn't. I was off my routine, off my game. I am only 38 years old, 37. What's going to happen when you're 80? I'll like, be I'm 38. Scared. I know. I'll be 38 in October, 37. I, I always rush it. I always round up. So that's the opposite of me. I don't do that. I don't know why I do that. <laughs> I, yeah. I turned 37 last October and like, on October 4th and by the 7th, I'm telling people I'm 38. I don't know why I do that. Oh, look who's coming to say hello. Mr. Nugglesworth, Nugget, the first is here. Oh, his tail. Why, what's happening? Anyway, we, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm t- young to be this... Old? <laughs> out of, uh, yes, I'm, I'm young to be this old. No, to be out of, if I get pulled out of my routine, it messes me up completely. Mm-hmm. Like here, when, we, when we're home in Wakefield, we go to bed early, <laughs> like 9 o'clock is late, so like 8.30 I'm asleep, I'm up by 4.30, pound a liter of water usually right away, cold shower. I, I have my routine and I feel good all the time. Yeah. Went to New Brunswick, slept in uh, another bed. Um, you know, late nights. Yeah. And you, know, I'm ruined because when I have eight late, late nights, I still get up early. Maybe yeah. not as early, but I, I get up. Well, I'm, and, I'm awake. And you produce the show on the Thursday. Oh. And no matter how you look at it, it's extremely stressful. Like extremely. Yeah, it was. Uh, so many elements that made it hard and exhausting. Like you almost need like a week just to make up for that. I am so drained from Thursday's show. All of the show. equipment rentals and promoting. And, and then not even if you just had to be concerned about your performance on the show, mm-hmm. that's enough. Especially like, in front of a hometown crowd. Oh my God, a, yeah. So we had this show at the Sandbar on Thursday, which is on the Point Duchene Wharf in Shediac. It's this little bar yeah so nice restaurant well you can't even say bar it's cuter than no yeah i know bar. it doesn't do justice that's why i was a, it's a restaurant i guess with with uh so nice. r- right on the ocean's edge and it really felt pre-covid i mean we rammed the place there's 160 people in there shoulders shoulder to shoulder I'm packed in there it i was, was wondering if that was technically allowed i guess so yes <laughs> absolutely like breaking the law. i know i'm getting the sandbar in trouble here no no it was absolutely all above board and um you know people at their table had masks but then when you got up but not really you had to have your mask on if you were walking around in there yeah once you're at your table you could remove it <laughs> but it was ram ram uh ramsacked <laughs> <laughs> It was rammed. It was ramsacked with jokes. It was really fun. It was it was a blast. And yeah, you're right. There was so much that goes into producing a show. I mean, the equip- equipment rental is one thing and the pipe and drapes and just the promotion and and it's that place the sandbar is always busy. It's always super super uh busy 7 days a week. So they they don't usually do live entertainment because it's hard for them to charge people because they're, they're going to be full regardless. So it's not like, okay, we, we can't turn around people. So we had a late show. It was like nine, 9.30. We started at 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And so that was a big kerfuffle, everyone, getting everyone sat and, and uh, 
kitchen was closed. There's just so many uh, uh, get pulled in every direction. And I really don't like talking to people in f- before a show. Mm-hmm. I like to have my own space and just kind of focus. Of course. But hometown shows, it's almost impossible, especially when you're producing. You need to get like choppered in next time. I know. Well, that would be good, actually. Park, 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 show up. Goals. Anyway, so then I'm talking to people before. And, hey, oh my God, yeah. It, like, I don't know how many times I said this on, on Thursday. Hey, yeah, good to see you. Yeah. No, no, not nervous. Just going over my notes. <laughs> yeah, excited. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we'll, we'll catch up after for sure. Okay. I, sp- I must have said that <laughs> uh, 40 times before the show. <laughs> uh, everyone's coming over. And it was like a real reunion of sorts. There were people there from all different phases of my life. Uh, high school, elementary school, uh, when I first lived in Ottawa in 03, when I was in sales, pre-com. Like, there was just, it was just great. It was a lot of fun. So thanks to everyone who came out. Came, it was sold out. And it really felt, it was the first time I felt good after a set since the pandemic. And I've done a lot during. <laughs> a lot. And I've, I haven't felt good after... A, a show. Didn't um, you find that it took a while for me anyways? Like, I, I don't know. It just, I don't know if it was my imagination, but it felt like in the beginning of the set, my set, and I don't know if you felt this way, but your set, it just took, took everybody some time to actually get on board. Yeah. Like I felt like we're all, you know, there's lots of jokes going around about how we all need to learn social skills again because we've all been alone for the last mm-hmm. year and a half or with our significant others or family. And I feel like the audience almost needs to be retrained. Yeah. Yeah. Like it took some time. People are dumbstruck. <laughs> People are dumbstruck. It's like, oh yeah, actually for real, because I was talking to someone in the audience who was really honest with me which I thought was a very interesting take on the whole thing. I'm glad you brought all this up, Jules, because this is an interesting concept to th- consider all for all of us. Um, the last year and a half, our entertainment has been Netflix, which does not require laughs out loud. Right. And even if you think something is good or funny, you are going to react to it differently if, if it's pre-recorded. Yeah. You are. And and even and that's legitimate for sure. You can think something is hilarious that you're watching on TV and not necessarily say uh laugh out loud because on a on a very subconscious level when you're with someone else you don't realize y- you want to laugh out loud. It's an energy thing. You yeah. are acknowledging another human in front of you. It's a very different vibe. It just is. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean by audiences need to be retrained. Like this is a real live person in front of you performing. Also, people just being nervous being out, and so although it's not yeah. as bad yeah. out out east because if if they've had such low cases throughout this whole thing, and I've been doing so well, but yeah, yeah, for sure. When you went, I mean, you really took took one for the team going up first. Yeah, with no host or anything. No host, nothing. Yeah, next time maybe we'll get a host. Just someone to do ten minutes, even just just while care, people though. shut up. Yeah, I know you're right. It doesn't. You you were great. You were hilarious and great, and uh, warmed them up. By the time I came up, they were they were ready to go. Yeah, and that was all your uh, doing, and it was a fun time. And I forced myself to do lots of new <sighs> stuff. Yeah, well, that's what those shows are for. I mean, you go up there and do old material. I mean, you get off stage, you go, "What have I done? What well, what was that for?" Ego, especially. Well, it doesn't even go over well, especially, again, hometown crowds. Everyone there had seen us, have seen us, has seen us multiple times over the years. Mm-hmm. My buddy Mars was saying, he's like, I think I've seen everything you guys have ever done here. Mm. They're always there. Mar- Mars and Alicia, yeah. always, always. Like yeah. that that album recording I love it. we did at the Empress Theater in 2014, believe it or not. Like you can hear him laugh in the thing. <laughs> That's awesome. Did you tell him that? No, I just you thought about it after. That. I thought about it after because he was. I was talking to him after. He goes, "I think I've seen everything you guys have done." Well, he said it like he he said this was your your guys' best show, and I've seen everything you've done here. Which oh, that's nice. And I thought about hear. it. I was like, "Oh yeah, you have seen everything." 
Anyway, it was a great time. It was really fun. It is it is that love hate performing in front of a hometown audience. It's like uh, you you do it, and it's it is fun. But I think we've talked about this on the podcast before. There is nothing better than performing in front of a total strangers. There's just less t- things to think of and things that come into play. And well, if you think about like whenever you know that family's coming. Mm-hmm. And you want to do like a dick joke or something like that? I didn't have much family there, but a lot of friends. Some. It's, it's just weird. Yeah, I had a sister, my nephew. And- well, because I wanted to do a joke that I would never, like I would never bring up. Do it now. No. Oh. I will if you want me to, but, it, you know, I would never bring up, there's certain jokes that I want to talk about on stage, and you can bring up topics in a, you know, in a nice it's not you don't have to be crude the subject matter happens to be about a dick you know but you're not like even saying dick and you're not even you're saying throbbing hard cock but you wouldn't necessarily you wouldn't bring up that kind of content at like a family get-together so to do it on stage in a very like (laughs) yeah imagine Oh my god! Imagine like I Show get up along. at a family dinner. You're like, so I was sucking him off last night. Yeah, but that's not. <laughs> I never. The joke isn't. I saw. I sucked him off last night. It's not like that. It's more. Well, I don't mind. Should I just tell? Yeah, the, just go okay. ahead. Yeah. So I'll just tell the premise of the joke. So, um, I know someone who works in a restaurant. <laughs> oh, stop! Stop! No, 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 no. Maybe at the end, and even then, I don't like no, it. No, I'm gonna do it where the punchlines are. Go ahead, and the tag. That wasn't a punchline. Oh, okay. I was talking to someone who's a server. Stop! <laughs> Imagine the audiences were that easy. Like, oh my god, servers. Okay, go I ahead. I was talking to someone who's a server, and there's a guy hitting on her, and because she had a mask on, he said, "Well, you know, you're pretty, but how do I know you're hot?" underneath that mask and the premise of the joke is that um i said i said uh, first of all terrible pickup line right okay didn't you do that on it sounds familiar but didn't you do that bit on thursday yes oh i thought you were saying you didn't do it because i no, had family it's there just awkward because it. it it goes into your head and that's part of the awkwardness because like you know our nephew's there like, yeah i, I don't want to Think of my aunt, you know, like you don't want to think your aunt even knows what a dick looks like. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so then I say, anyway, so so the joke, the premise of the joke is, you know, terrible punchline or pickup line for a girl. And also, like women have for, for since the beginning of time have taken risks not knowing what's under fabric for many years. <laughs> Can you also look like you're enjoying the idea? Well, I know the I know the bit. Anyway, It'd so it'd be weird if I was like, <laughs> yeah, something. Actually, you're right. Smile, yeah, yeah, you're jeez, right. <laughs> you're right. Frig, you're like this, like the coldest stare ever. You're like pressing a button that, then looking at me like this. <laughs> Jane anyway. is looking at me stoically. Yeah. Anyway, it's so. also weird for me because all of my fr- everybody back home, I speak to. In French, I talk to them in French. When it, oh yeah, right. So before the show, I'm talking to everyone in French, and I go on stage, and I'm like, "Hey, everybody!" It's in English, so that it's just weird performing back home. Uh-huh. It's uh, it's it's kind of like a necessary part of it, but I wonder if you should do. Why don't you do it in your shiak? Because it wasn't a French show. Yeah, I know, but could have been. Well, no, I want to practice my ink. What do you mean? I don't know. For fun. I'm a comedian in English. I'm not responding to that because there's... I. That is the most ridiculous phrase I've ever heard in my <laughs> no. life. I'm not going to be like, oh, no, like, what but, do you want me to say? No, but I had to, I wanted to write and practice bits in English. What, what, what does doing them in French? And I, I'm be doing a French th- show there in two weeks. But no, there's, I, I don't no, want I mean, to do... I, okay, 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 okay. But the Take po- a breath. I thought you were tired. Calm down. What okay, about I, it? I'm so, I could, <laughs> what about I if you did a job? Like, ah! No, 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 no. No, no. That's for, for listeners really, really Well, you're really, really annoying. really annoying, too. I'm not even doing anything. I'm sitting here. Why don't I'm like, you I'm do like, a show? I'm like, I wanted to practice my English. You're like, 
First of all, lower your voice. I'm ta- I'm talking. What if you did a show? This is so all weird. I mean is why don't you just do this a show in, in your shiak? I do when I'm when I do it in French. I'll oh, be doing it. In you do t- it actually in shiak? Of course. Oh, what do you mean? Not in Quebec, like in Quebec. I make oh, a little bit New of an Brunswick effort. You do? Yeah, absolutely. I oh, talk normal, like like how that. I would back there. I'm <laughs> giving me this big breakthrough idea. Why don't you? Here's an idea. Do your comedy. Here's oh. uh, what happened. You had a great sleep, but you're anyway. You. I'm literally just talking, and you're like, "Calm down, okay? This is too much." You're coming in at 11, at an 11, and I need you at about a 6. Hello? I think Nuggy is camera shy. He's so cute right now, and I wish he was in front of the camera. Do you think he even knows of the existence of the camera? I don't know. No, no. Little guy. Anyway, we're back. It was fun uh, seeing people. We On Friday, we went to a cabin in the woods. Uh, that was great. But it just throws me off, this going to bed late. I am like out of it speaking of upcoming shows this week ottawa area people jen grant will be headlining the absolute comedy club here in ottawa go to absolutecomedy.ca for tickets there it is yeah it should be good six shows this week and then next wednesday which is approaching very quickly in one week almost i'll be doing just for laughs in montreal club sodi and so, I myself will be in Gatineau at Le Truquet tomorrow night, Wednesday, Thursday night at uh, Papo Bar and Absolute Comedy. We've got two sets on Thursday. And uh, Papo Bar, what's that? That's where I'm going to start a weekly show in the fall. But we're just hmm. doing like a test run just to know the tech and the space and stuff. Papo Bar, it's a la- it's a weird name for pop. I, I don't even know what it means. Pop, like P-O-P hyphen O, just the letter O hyphen bar. Oh, wouldn't it mean like... Popo bar. Do you want to just go pop over to the bar? Oh yeah, Popo bar. Maybe Popo bar. I I don't know. It's a weird. Anyway, we'll be starting a uh, Thursday's weekly show there in September. En français. On f- yeah. How about here's an idea. <laughs> Why don't you try comedy? Hear me out. In French. Oh, oh so oh, you bored. Did that, you did that exactly the same So time. bored. Anyway, uh, this was really cool in New Brunswick. Uh, nice vibe there because you can really feel like it's ahead of us for getting out of this pandemic. Went to a gym, really nice gym. And there was a sign sandwich board in the gym that said, here's this. I took a picture of the sign. Well, If you're watching. No, I know. I'm just, I'm just. I'm just saying, oh but yeah, you, can, you, you can't, can't see, see it anything. at all? Of course, no, oh, of whoops. course not. Then it went to all my pictures. Ooh. Oh, tit pick. Tit pick. <laughs> As if. Anyway, it says, by the end of July, the mask mandate indoors will end. At that time, we will no longer require masks in this facility. We realize this might may seem like a fast transition for some, but keep in mind, you are always welcome to practice whatever protective measures you deem appropriate for yourself. I was like, boom. I like that. Yeah. Bold. I think it's bold to say something like that. Well, it's not that bold. I mean, already for two or three weeks now, BC, Alberta, Saskatchewan, no masks. Gone. Wow. Yeah, I'm over it. I'm, I'm done. COVID's Me done, too. everybody. We beat it. Congratulations. Thank you so much. COVID is over. Are you, are you comfortable? Like some people just walk into stores now with no mask. Well, if it's still mandated, I don't feel comfortable because I avoid confrontation, as you know. <laughs> so I don't, I'm not one to like be like, yeah, I'm going in there without a mask. Yeah. Because they'll be like, excuse me, could you put your mask? Like, oh, yes, sorry. Or I'll just leave. <laughs> I can't. Uh, but as soon as it's not mandated, I'm ripping it off, throwing it in the garbage. I will never wear a mask again mm-hmm. unless there's another pandemic. But uh, fingers crossed. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so yeah, I remember this time last year being like, I don't know, I could see myself wearing masks in regular life after this pandemic, like when I cold season or fly. Never again, never <laughs> again. And especially, uh, I was wearing the disposable ones a lot during uh, our trip out east. Mm-hmm. 
and a couple of times I put a cloth one on. I couldn't. I actually couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. These cloth ones are just. Uh, people just make them. Well, using fabrics you might not be able to breathe through. Yeah. Properly, and who cares? I'm done. It's all done. But it's then over. The disposable ones. Fully I've... vaxxed. Fully waxed. Ready for hot boy summer. The disposable ones, what? I heard that the disposable ones are not good to wear. Well, they're not good overall for anything. I was on Shidiac Island on, when was this, Sunday? Mm-hmm. Yesterday, day before last. Went to, uh, went on some sea dews. That was so fun. I want a sea dew now. <laughs> uh, my buddy Matt has a couple sea dews and he let uh, my buddy Jermaine and I go use them. And Jean-Marc, Jean-Marc. Jermaine's, Did he uh, come with you? No. Oh. He just let us use him. Wow. He went on his boat. He's got a yacht. And was he with you guys though? No, he was out on the bay. We saw him, but he was, you know. Uh, these things go so fast. I was going 100 kilometers an hour on the water. Oh my God. I'm glad you're just telling me this now. And I was alone. I was al- So at one point I, I had my own. I was just like driving by myself. It was so fun. And these things go like crazy on the water. Anyway, I was on Shidiac Island, which is a... Inhabited, uninhabited, uninhabited. Is that a word? Uninhabited. Yeah. Um, Island. Mm -hmm. It used to be inhabited. Habited. Oh my god. Inundehabited. And, but now it's just like a little island, a little beach, beach all around it, and it's beautiful. And you can only get there by boat, and uh, it's beautiful. And on the beach, in the sand, blue mask disposable mask mm. even there all the way out there but why you you're not wearing masks boating i mean why why was that there anyway it's just a sign of the times i don't like it masks are polluting everything the world is on fire oh yeah this morning the news is so depressing i barely have a daily dose billionaires going to space jeff bezos isn't that today yeah that's pretty crazy it's pretty crazy. They've tested it about a bunch of times, 15 times or something like that. N- never manned. And now he's just getting in there and going to space. And then, of course, that's the whole thing. People are like, well, it's not really space. It's suborbital orbital or whatever. And um, just you could just go as high as you can t- until you see the curvature of the Earth and the blackness of space. But you're not actually. In- anyway, who cares? Hungry. Are you? All out of sorts. I'm gonna go to bed after <laughs> after the show for sure. Oh my god! My routine. I I am to the bone exhausted. Aww. After th- after the show Thursday, I said I haven't felt good after a set. I felt good about the set, but I felt like death. I was so tired. Yeah, and then socializing afterwards. Oh <laughs> my god! Yeah. Well, you should have something to eat after the show. Go to bed. Yeah. And just wake up whenever you wake up. Who well, cares? I have stuff to do. So I mean, what? Who cares? I can't just take a day off. I'm not know. saying that. I'm just saying wake up whenever you wake up. What's happening over there? I'm just talking. You're like, calm down. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> no, I, I didn't say take it a whole day off. I just means wake up oh, whenever know, you want to. Okay, okay, okay. Jeez. Um... One thing uh, that is, this has always been a thing around, but I'm I'm sick of it and I refuse to live this way, is everything will kill you. And I'm seeing that more and more. And my parents are, my parents have always been like this, excuse me, where they, uh, like my mom's a health nut. And so, you know, as we were kids growing up, like, you know, organic food and stuff, before it was trendy, like I'm talking 30 years ago. But, uh, like now everything, everything will kill you. Meaning, like I go home, my parents aren't using um, mouthwash anymore. Found out there's something in mouthwash that's bad for you. Floss. You're like flossing with, uh, uh, horse hair or something like it's all uh, like everything do you know what i mean what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. uh, we shouldn't use our phones we shouldn't use bluetooth we shouldn't use wi-fi we shouldn't use uh cigarettes <laughs> no but i i i i don't want to live that way 
I don't want to live in the space where everything will kill you and you micromanage every aspect of your life trying to replace yeah, there's it. There's a with, balance. There's a balance. And the thing is, when you go, and there's also safe amounts of things. Like when they go, Wi-Fi is not good for you. Yeah, but small small amounts of Wi-Fi does nothing to you whatsoever. In large amounts, sure. In huge, disproportionately large amounts of Wi-Fi could be bad for your health. But no one is, is ever exposed to that amount. You know what I mean? But people go, oh, well, if it's bad for you on a large scale, I'm just not going to eliminate Wi-Fi altogether. But it's like, Wi-Fi in a small dose won't kill you like that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like all these oh, things. I have no idea if it will. I have no, no, it idea. won't. It won't. I, I don't want to live in the space. I'm assuming it will. Yeah, I'm absolutely assuming. Same as like mouthwash. Um, sure, there's stuff in there that's toxic and on, on large quantities, but uh, rinsing your mouth 30 seconds twice a day does nothing. I'm not. I'm not gonna. Am I am I making a point? I think there's a balance though because once you know something you can be better. But I know I, I, I know, can see where I you're coming from. I don't want to live this sheltered life That's of afraid stressful. of afraid of everything like don't do the bluetooth, wi-fi, mouthwash, yeah, it's, stressful. Uh, it's floss, everything will kill you. It's like I think people that live like that are more uh are going to live shorter lives because of the focus on death all the time but why do than they... people that just live and use things freely and but why why does that person who cares about that stuff have to be like this like you're like like eyeballs bulging and terrified of everything because that's the vibe well it doesn't necessarily like yesterday... have to be the vibe you can just be informed yeah but i, I just don't want to like oh turn off your wife turn off your like yesterday when we were coming back you were looking up uh, the difference between like Bluetooth and data and what, what effects it has and like should we turn off our thing and I'm just like that's now going to be a thing like we're going to go on car rides okay put your phones on airplane mode we can't have data in the car and use headphones only I, I don't want to live like that do you know what I mean? yes it's like all of us okay leaving we've got a sandwich with no butter on it because that will kill you with uh, gluten-free bread and then you get in the car and it's like phones on airplane mode it's gonna kill you no bluetooth it's uh, it's too much okay i don't know i just i'm trying to make a point well i see your point i think there's a balance somewhere in between those two because i don't know i just feel like i'm creeped out by the by the Bluetooth headphones. Bluetooth headphones are one thing I, I'm for sure. Like they did a study about cell phones and having it close to your head is not good. And then I read that wireless earbuds, especially the ones that go right in your ear. Yeah, like it's the like, AirPods. Yeah, it's like having cell phones inside your ear Yeah, and close to your brain. I... I think that there's, I don't like using microwaves for that reason. I don't like too much of that kind of stuff. So I I don't know. Like I, I obviously don't think it matters if it's a little bit here and there once in a while, but I think I thought about it because it was 11 hours of yeah headphones in the ear, yeah, you know? Yeah. That, like that that's is a long a, time. Extensive use, sure. But okay, let's say... I, I rarely ever use my phone up to my ear, but if I am, you'll tell me. I'll be like, Jules, put your ear. Take, take. I mean, like that kind of like yeah. nitpicky. Uh, it's like, okay, if I take a four-minute phone call and I'm on my phone stuck to my ear, I'm not going to get a brain tumor. That's just not the way it works. Well, they did. That's true. They did a, a study that if you put it on speaker or even hold it, like the difference between this right against your right against your head and like this was a big improvement. Like even if you just hold it away from your head a little bit, they noticed yeah. a big difference. The scientists that did a study. But what's the study? Like what do they do? They crank like they they, they pump mice up with uh, cell phones or something and see like what 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 I'm trying to say is these studies are usually like mass huge amounts of exposure we'll see, uh, you know, mutations and tissues or whatever. But it's like, yeah, but most people don't use their phones that much. Yeah. Especially for phone calls. Who who phones anymore? Mm-hmm, that's true. But I just, like this, like this nonstop, it's like that time, actually, that night we met 
debaters 2009 right 2009 remember uh-huh. and, and this guy was talking about making almond milk and stuff and he brought his own thing to the bar and he looked all gaunt and green and and then this other guy was like rosy and and uh, eating chicken wings well and i remember beer. i was sitting at the bar and this guy yeah he was telling me the how healthy oh i'll never forget it he said always eat organic peanuts because they're full of pesticide and he's telling me how healthy avocados are and and after we had had a debaters they had ordered you know the crew had ordered like a bunch of appetizers which was they were really good it's all deep fried stuff in baskets you know yeah and so everybody around the table is enjoying it like mozzarella sticks nachos that kind of thing and this guy couldn't eat anything that sucks i know i don't want to live that way i know and he he couldn't eat anything because it wasn't on his list of what what he could eat as a as a plant-based person and you know he knew too much and like and then the guy across the table who was you know you know yes overweight but like had a rosy complexion and was laughing drinking a beer and his beer it was almost like comical how much more fun this guy was having like the beer was like spilling over a little bit he's laughing dipping like a deep fried zucchini and a ranch dip this guy next to me who's too serious had literally had a vein bulging out of his forehead a bit of a gray complexion and was like eyes too wide and like too freaked out about about all the pesticides in the world everything will kill you that's my point it's like I don't you can't even live think that he could way have a drink i don't even think he had a drink like i don't even think he would drink the tap water i just think he and can't that was a long that, time ago you, yeah this was 12 uh, years ago you can't live that way mm-hmm. i mean it's good to be healthy and conscious of certain things and organic and non-gmo but like this obsession and this fear of of uh yeah this just guttural fear of everything right. that will kill you i think that will kill you yeah that will actually the, this constant thinking yeah. i don't want to die i don't want to I, 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 you're focusing on i death. can't get yeah. flo- regular floss or toothpaste I'm, whereas someone who's ignorant to all that and just living life and getting a crest and whatever they're gonna live longer because they don't are not focused or- on death no, no, no. I know that. But once you can't, I I think you're, you're being really extreme too. Like, couldn't you also just be someone that's like, oh, so that dental floss has this chemical in it that will never leave my body. It's called a forever chemical. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm just going to use the other one that doesn't. What's this chemical? I, I, I love my floss. It's called um, a forever chemical. A forever chemical? Yeah. So it's going to be in your body forever. Yeah. How is that possible? Doesn't it's your whole body thing. regenerate like, every seven years, every scientists. cell of your body regenerate, but this one chemical stays in there? Yeah. The scientists scientists have figured out, I'll find it, forever chemical. It's in certain things. It's in well, um, and does floss. This, and who cares, though? If, if Teflon. The, it says PFAS are commonly referred to as forever chemicals because they do not break down in the environment. They also accumulate in humans, according to Dr. Alexis Parcells, a board-certified uh, plastic surgeon and owner of Parcells Plastic Surgery. But is the idea of that what's scary, to, just to know that there's a chemical in you forever? And it's already in there, because you floss well, with you that floss obsess. before, so it's in there. But the fact that it, it's in there, is it going to kill you? Or is it that the fact that it's just in there forever and can't get out is like, I don't want that? You know what I mean? What 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 is it? I don't know. I don't know, Jules. <laughs> no, I'm not sure, but um, I know that it's because I don't found... care if I have a chemical in there forever, as long as it doesn't harm me. So what? But is it that the idea that it's in there forever? You don't want it in there forever. You want control over your body, so you try. But it's already in there if you've used that flaws before. So what's the difference? Mm, I don't it know. It accumulates, I guess. You get more of it. I don't know. Does it taste minty? That chemical, because that's what's on floss. I don't know. Anyway, I just think <laughs> it, there's too much. There's too much like mm-hmm. of that. Literally, you could look into everything, and there's harmful effects mm-hmm. on a mass scale. Uh, hands like this, hand sanitizer or uh, this tea. Probably, like I'm sure everything can kill you. Yeah, and everything will kill you. So just live your life. Forget about it. By the way, being uh, out east 
completely sober this time was also really difficult. This was a difficult time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oof. I felt like I was missing out a lot. Everyone was having fun. Yeah. Uh, when we went to that party on Saturday and. Uh, oh, it didn't seem like you. Uh... Well, I don't know. It's just like my uncle kept bringing me Moosehead. Yeah. I don't want to say no because it was it was like a memorial moose head. He's like, "Hey, can I bring you a beer?" He's like, uh, "This is for uh, his his son's head. friend that passed away two months ago on a motorcycle accident." And he goes, "This is Nick's beer tonight. We're drinking this for uh, what am I? No, I'm not drinking. Actually, he was like, "Yeah, sure." So he'd bring over a beer and I'd hold it long enough and give it to you, and you would drink it. Then he'd see me empty hand. He brought me about seven beer that night. Really? Yeah. Actually. Actually. And you don't want to be that guy to be like, uh, he's all happy and having a good time. And oh, I'm not drinking. Yeah, it's true. It's, that's a, the annoying person at the bar. No, yeah. I'm getting. So I didn't. Uh, mm-hmm. I just took him and you drank him or my dad. I passed him off to people. But anyway. But yeah, I did feel this trip. It was it was tough. Yeah. Even uh, when we went to that cabin on Friday. So yeah. Everybody's like drinking and. I, and I'm fine. I'm having a good time. But other people get weirded out. On Friday, my buddy's like, sorry, man. We're at his cabin. And there's just three couples. We're six people. Mm-hmm. He's like, sorry, man. You can go to bed if you want. We're so sorry. I'm like, don't say... This pisses me out. No, I'm fine. Drink. Have fun. Yeah. I don't care. I'm having a good time. Is that the only part that bothered you on the Friday? Or it didn't did bo- you it also... Didn't bo- it didn't bother me. Did you uh, that feel That sounds too like- dramatic. I was just like, I, was just like, I, I don't care. What did you feel like you want? Okay, Saturday I wanted to drink. Okay, that's what I was gonna ask. Like, was it just um, annoying because people are being aware that you're not drinking, or is it more a temptation of I kind of want to feel like everyone else feels right now? Both. Mm. And at the sandbar too, everyone's. Uh, but that was a lot less difficult because I was working and and doing a yeah. show. Do you ever feel like that reward after your set kind of thing? To, to have a drink? Oh, no, because you used to drink no, beforehand, I don't really care too. about that. It's just like being part of the whole thing. Like, I, I, I didn't feel like I was missing out. I just felt like really the odd man out, like not drinking. Like, right. Like, like like people think it's like everyone was drinking everywhere we went. Yeah. Everyone. And it was just like, oh, I just yeah. felt like the odd man out. Right. I know that feeling because I feel that way when it comes to French sometimes. Remember, I've told you that before. Yeah. Uh, I don't care as much anymore, but it took some time to get used to. And and what I realized, it took some time to get used to everybody else being a part of something and you feeling like you're not a part of something. And that's when I realized it was less about the language, but more about feeling like you're um, separate. Right. And I think there's something very at the at the base of humans. We want to feel included, like we want to feel like we're part of the tribe. Yeah, like after the show on Thursday, we went to my cousin's cottage uh, for an after party, and people were really lighting her up there. And I was there; I felt out of out of it too. It's like, but remember what I told you? Yeah, yeah, I know. But still, you, that aside, you still feel left out. You're totally. You're like, everyone's having a good time drinking. I was just, and saying- I feel like I I have a hard time not looking and sounding bored, even though I'm not. I just yeah. don't express much. And so people are talking to me. I'm sober. And I'm like, uh-huh. uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, I must look bored. Right now. But I'm not. I'm I'm into what they're saying. Mm-hmm. But I have a hard time expressing, like, interest. Do you think oh, you yeah, get more no animated? Do Drunk? you think you get more animated? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, well, there I'm you drinking? go. drinking? Absolutely. All over the place. But sober, <laughs> I'm, like, stoic and reserved and quiet. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway... Yeah, for sure. And out east, everybody's getting so... Ah, and it's the summer. People get drunk. You know. Well, I think it's great. Yeah, yeah, it is. But uh, it just uh, certain times... I wonder if there's a way for you to be like... Like channeling... Like purposely channeling a vibe of party without drinking. You know what I mean? And saying to yourself, I'm going to go in there and be like amped up. Well, the thing is, too, is a lot of people, a lot of people back home never saw me as a, like, especially on that family get together on Saturday. Family has never seen me like, you know, as a mess, drinking all the time or anything like that. They just think I drank very rarely once in a while. Someone actually told me Saturday, you were never a drinker, really, were you? And I was like, uh, 
So that makes me not drinking weird at that point. It seems like it's a health issue or something, whereas I did have, uh, you know, I do have an addictive personality and being in comedy is drinking all the time. So I quit all the time, every day. So, but people don't know that. So they just, it's just weird. They're like, they imagine you don't recognize someone as being a drinker that much or ever. And then all of a sudden they quit drinking and they're there. You must think something's wrong. Yeah. And I think like sometimes people think that you're all like people only quit drinking when they're like, uh, intervention level you know what i mean right. where it's like but but a lot of people just quit drinking because they realize that it's an unhealthy relationship and it doesn't you're not living the life you want to live because of that and if someone else has an unhealthy relationship with it but they don't see it that way they go why'd you quit like oh you quit like you know what i mean it yeah. makes it weird like there's some sort of underlying health right. issue or something and it's like i felt that a couple times where people are like people are like People were like, "Can I get you a drink?" I'm like, "No, I'm I'm good." Uh, they're like, you, uh, "You were never a big drinker. Do you not drink?" No. And they're like, "You know, yeah. I wasn't a big drinker, and then I quit. Like, it just seems weird." Yeah. But I did have an issue with it. Yeah, like, why can't people just accept that? Like, I know. I I just don't like drink. You know, you know what you should say from now on. I don't like it. Allergic. I'm allergic. Yeah. That's a good move. They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. (laughs) (laughs) Sue says, I say congratulations, Julian. I admire your willpower. Exactly. And um, um, Big says, ha, 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 sober. You have my attitude. Like, um, Sober, you have my attitude. I think he's saying that when you're sober, you're like him, where he doesn't seem like he's interested. Yeah, I could see. <laughs> I could totally see big. Like you are interested, but you're just your face says, "I would rather be anywhere else but here right now." Well, Big says that he, you, what you need to do, and absolutely, you need to find yourself a non-alcoholic drink that looks like. And you used to do that. I used to, and then I just gave it up. Yeah. Well, I still could. Yeah, I, sh- I should have. Little bottles of non-alcoholic Heineken, is just, and then no one would know the difference. Or, or even like an iced tea in a. Well, I used to do that. I used to do a rocks glass with ice and half iced tea at the uh, poorhouse in yeah. Toronto. Yeah. When I quit drinking there, and it looks like scotch on the rocks. Yeah. But the thing is, it's so delicious. I would sink those back, and then like <laughs> eleven eleven scotches later, I, then you have to start acting drunk. Also, now you're like, now you have to quit sugar. Yeah. He says his is uh, tonic and lime with no alcohol in it. That's a good move. That, But that's easier to pull off at a bar because you can just, but at a party where everyone, I don't know. It was just, it was fine. It was, listen, it was great. I just felt. I know uh, what you mean. I get it. I felt uh, like a. Yeah. Out, uh, like an odd man out sort right. of thing. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Daily dose, daily dose, get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose, daily dose, all your news from coast to all coast. All the news headlines from Jen Grant. Here's your daily dose for Tuesday, July 20th. The news was depressing today, so I have a shorter daily dose. Okay. Did you notice that it was depressing? Oh, Oh my goodness. Oh, child. Okay, so um, let's take a look. Oh, yeah, this was big news that uh, was repeated over and over and over on the radio today. On August 9th, Canada will welcome people from the U.S. if they are fully vaccinated. And children under 12 are allowed to accompany fully vaccinated parents. But it's not yet a two-way street, so the U.S. is not accepting Canadians yet, Mm. or they at least haven't announced it as of yet. And as of September 7th, people from other countries fully vaccinated can come into Canada. It's over, ladies and gentlemen. We've won COVID. Well, we didn't win. We we won. (laughs) Uh, 
so there's still some doomsayers out there that are I, I don't know I, I think some people like the the lockdowns and the quarantine it's just like this feeling of like yeah. we're in something's happening to get I ran into someone and I was talking about how like we're at the a few people but this one particular I'm like the light at the end of the tunnel they're like hope so I've been reading looks like we'll be having a fourth wave in lockdown by Christmas I'm like oh come on it's done no no more lockdowns yeah like no more fourth waves all the well the delta variant oh the delta variant I guess uh, I don't know but this was literally just had this conversation um a couple days ago yeah I don't know they're saying by Christmas we could have a fourth wave and be locked down so I wouldn't I wouldn't kill my chickens before the eggs hatch or whatever I'm like no 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 it's it's but I think some people just like this feeling of like this, something's happening globally. We're all in this together. I don't know, but it's done. I'm done with it. Wendy says, I do not think it's over. We will see what happens this winter. Oh gosh. I hope. I, I feel hope, like it is over. I feel like it is too. I, I, with the vaccine, what about the vaccines? I feel like we're we all vaccinated. A, I think we might need a booster, but I'll take a third shot right now. I don't care, but <laughs> it's, it's over. Yeah. We didn't have the vaccines last winter when it surged again. Like we had nothing. We did, but it was like no one was getting it. Anyway. Yeah. I hope Wendy's wrong. <laughs> anyway. I hope I hope Wendy's wrong. I hope that person's wrong. I, I don't know. I really do feel like we're out of it. I think so too. I can't even imagine. It. Like, if we go in another lockdown, <laughs> I'm moving to the woods. I'm, yeah. th- I'm throwing out all of my computers and technology um closing all canceling all my social media accounts i'm going to the woods living off the land and you will never see me again mm-hmm. the public i mean you will obviously you'll be in the woods with me but i can't i cannot survive another lockdown or fourth wave i know more restrictions i can't like i can't even say it no way <laughs> i think it'll be okay uh it does feel like with the with like the pandemic and everything Anytime there's something going on in the news that's like weather-wise and stuff, doesn't it make you start to feel like you're in one of those movies where it's doomsday? Like the smog we're seeing right now. Yeah, it's crazy. So that's my next story here. The greater, the GTA, the greater Toronto area and the rest of Southern Ontario are currently under a special air quality statement from the GTA. We are. We're in Wakefield. Yeah, I know. We are under a special statement. No, I know. I know. I know. Oh. As as smoke from forest fire, but I think it's really bad there because they're closer. Is it? Oh, maybe not. I think it's Are all they? the same. I think we're in just as much our air quality. They're saying oh. don't go outside, don't breathe the air. We're under smog alert here okay. because of forest fires and pollution. Smoke from active forest fires in northwestern Ontario has moved over southern Ontario. Environment Canada said in a statement, elevated. Particulate matter levels and hazy conditions have been reported at several stations. And then I was looking through and then there's like fires in BC too. And it's just like, oh, it's, it makes you, that's what I mean. Like I, I'm just going to touch on these subjects and, and, um, make more of an effort to find some happy news because it's friggin' ridiculous. What mm-hmm. else? Uh, we already talked about Jeff Bezos going Amazon founder and, by some measures, the world's richest man, Jeff Bezos, will audition his version, like you said, of space tourism. What does that mean, audition? Well, he's trying it out. He's trying out the space tourism. Because I think that's, I don't know, I didn't, I never realized it, but that seems like that's something he's, like, planning on having as a business. Well, of course. I know, but that's crazy. Like, for... Space tourism. I've never heard of that statement before. Looking at Blue Origin's experience so far, uh, the odds of something going wrong with the rocket would be one in 100. Whoa. And hold on. What are the chances? Because uh, it's crazy to what they're doing. What are the chances of Jeff Bezos won't survive his flas- flight on uh, New Shepard? Let, let me see here. Uh, looking at Blue Origin experience so far, yeah, one in one hundred and one in five hundred with a uh, between one in one hundred and one in five hundred with the best estimate of one in two hundred. Wow! That he will perish. What is he doing? Wow! I I 
I want to uh, accumulate wealth in my life so I never have to leave the ground ever. I can just be no in kidding. a house in the woods and never fly. He's like got all the money in the world and he's one in 200 that I'll perish. Let's, let's take those out. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Seems crazy. I know. I, d- I would never. That would be my worst nightmare. Imagine you like build this empire and you do all this and then you just die at the peak at the peak of your life health and wealth and everything just go to space and yeah what a what are you doing jeff bezos yeah like if i was if i had his money i would not be going to space i would be i would have like a private train like the the opposite i would be like on the ground luxurious train i would slowly travel everywhere Uh, you know what i mean i'd have like I'd have like a bunch of train cars, just like this huge That's a good idea. thing. Yeah, and safe. it's also better for the environment, I think, isn't it? Trains. I mean, they're not great for the environment, but they're not. They're better than a rocket. Well, why doesn't he or take his money and start trying to figure out solutions to better the world down here? Mm. 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 Do you think that a lot of these rich guys are going to space because they know that? The Earth is going to hell in a handbasket. You know what's worse than Earth? Space. There's no air. There's no water. There's nothing. Yeah. I think it's just a thrill. I don't think it's like, oh, we're moving to space. Yeah. There's nothing up there. Right. Death. Everything will kill you, including space. Hi. I'm demotivational speaker Julian Dion, reminding you that in a hundred years none of us will be here. None of this matters. Oh my good evening. God. Good morning. Um, here's sort of some good news. One of the rioters on um, uh, of the Capitol. Remember when that happened? Yeah, January sixth. I didn't know there were thousands. Well, yeah. I didn't, didn't know see was, the footage. I didn't know it was thousands though. Yeah. Oh yeah. I thought it was like hundreds. Thousands. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, A crane operator from Florida who breached the U.S. Senate chamber carrying a Trump campaign flag was sentenced Monday to eight months behind bars. Yeah, they're cracking down a lot of people. That's the first punishment handed down for a felony charge in the January 6th Capitol riot and one that could help determine the severity of other sentences in hundreds of pending cases. Oh, my God, that would suck. You're just imagine you just get carried away. You're there. Yeah. Trump tells you to go do it. So you're like, hey, let's do this. Yeah, Trump. All right. And you're just like, get carried away. Then you're, next thing you know, you're like, oh my God, I'm in the Capitol building. Then cut to six months later, you're being sentenced to eight months in jail. And how come, eight months is a how long come Trump time. Isn't, how, how does he get away with not being in jail? Yeah. Well, he was impeached and he's being investigated right now for financial crime. I mean, he's a billionaire. I mean, people can just I know, it's so get shitty. out of things with money. Shitty. I'm just saying. And that's your daily dose for today. Oh. <laughs> what's going on over there? <laughs> that's all that's going on. I don't want to mention mm-hmm. anything else today. Daily, daily dose. No. Daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Uh-huh. Daily dose. Daily dose. All your news from coast to all coast. All the news and headlines from Jen Grant. Ugh. Tired. Yep. Woof. This is like an ultra Monday show. Super Monday. On a Tuesday. You know how our Monday shows are usually lackluster and low energy? I sure do. Well, we appreciate you. Um, Can I mention... Go ahead. Frederick Bigay Binet. That must be. Oh yeah, Fred. That's uh, John's brother. That's what I figured. Jonathan's brother. Yeah, I did a gig for him. Uh, virtual gig. He's out of Colorado. He Colorado. said just, just spent the last evening at Red Rock with ten thousand people, and he did the emoji sweating. Oh man, was that um, Fred? Was there? What was the show? Was there a show there? That's a big uh, outdoor venue. I think it's in Colorado. A big, uh, it's like big rocks. It's it create. There's like this natural occurring kind of amphitheater and these huge rocks. Oh and wow! They, they have these, cool. uh, they have these big concerts there. Pearl Jam did uh, a bunch of shows there in '06. They released a box set. I still have it. That'd be cool. Yeah, ten thousand. Yeah, it's especially in the states. It's over. But uh, all right. Well, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. 
We're here to tell you that we got through it and it's over. Yeah. Feeling good about it. Uh, what, what am I doing? I, I, I got nothing on this one. I don't want. Hold on. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. That here. was a good one. I don't want to go to space because I'm scared of heights. Plus, we'd have to bring the pets and I don't think they'd like it. Besides, where would we put the kitty litter go, Jules? No, you have nothing. Well, that's a weird jumping what? off point. Going to space with our cats and a kitty litter. No, I don't know. I'm not feeling it. Let's let's. Um, let me see if I have another song. Is it because of the tune? Yeah, the tune. I found it hard to sing too. And also that I don't want to go to space because I don't want kitty litter sp- place for. Ki- what? I, I don't know. You can't judge my. No, improv. I know. Ah 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 ah. I just looked at Nuggy and I was like, how can we go All to right. space when we have Nuggy? I'm fully waxed and fully vaxxed and ready for hot boy summer. Oh, there's words. I started doing an accent. I'm like, that's that's not cultural appropriation. That will be problematic. Oh shit! Everything will kill you. Changed my floss because I heard about something called Forever Chemicals. <laughs> I changed the locks. Ah, a little there. The doors because I read that the copper would cause finger tumors. Julian yeah, gets obsessed with his product. Don't try to change anything he does, even if there's chemicals that will blow up in his body. Yeah. I heard Subway uses a chemical that is also found in yoga mats for their bread. To that I say. Give me a six-inch downward-facing dog meatball sub. I don't care. I'll eat it. Everything will kill you. You need to enjoy life a little bit, ladies and gentlemen. You need to go out and live. And not think about those things too, too much. I mean, it's good to have some sort of balance, but at the end of the day, rest your head on your pillow knowing you've done your best. Eat your Big Macs. Eat your Subway sandwiches. Floss your teeth with forever chemicals. Just go for it, people. Just live your life. Live it. I moisturize my body with coconut oil from head to toe because I read that cream will give you some sort of tissue cancer. Come on. Everything will kill you. You just need had to learn how to live with that fact that. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Jeff Bezos doesn't care what will kill He's going on a space rocket with a 1 in 200 chance that it'll kill you. Yeah, that's a good point right there. If you will, excuse me. Song is over. There it is. Like, what do you think, what do you think the odds are of Wi-Fi killing you? Okay. And here's Jeff Bezos jumping on a rocket with 1 in 200 odds that that will kill him. Yeah. The point is live your life. Yeah. Is that the point? I don't know what the point is of anything anymore. No, I think you're right. Oh, can we do a uh, mm-hmm. thing for the uh, thumbnail? Sure. Is that okay? Yeah, that's enough. Uh, all right. Well, Rusty Show Back. Weird song. <laughs> but we'll be back tomorrow for Hump Day Wednesday. Tomorrow night, I will be at Le Traquet in Gatineau, French comedy. Thursday night, doing a French set at uh, Popo Bar. Come check it out. That's going to be a great show. Come pop over. Pop over, Popo Bar. On uh, 
Thursday, I'll also be at Absolute Comedy. Jen Grant will be at Absolute Comedy Wednesday Starting through Sunday. Tomorrow. Go to absolutecomedy.ca for tickets. Tomorrow already. Wow. Just for laughs. Next uh, Wednesday, July 28th. Yeah. We've got a lot of uh, stuff coming up. Go to juliandion.com for upcoming shows and dates. Are your dates on your website? No. You got to start doing that. No? <sighs> Maybe. Go to jengrant.com for all of your Jen Grant needs. Go to the Julian Dion Show with jengrant.com for all of your podcast needs as well. We're a podcast available on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. Reminding you to smash that like button if you're watching us on YouTube right now. It does make a big difference. Also... Leave a review on iTunes, on Apple Podcasts. If you've got an iPhone, you've got that purple little podcast app, just get in there. Leave us a review. It makes a big difference. Thanks to the reviews that keep pouring in all the time. It uh, helps us grow. The show is growing. I love doing this. I didn't like taking time off. I, li- I, like, I love doing weird. the show. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we'll be back tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, for our Wednesday show, episode 411. Until then, Jen, I love you. I love you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you tomorrow. Can I I give you one last little note here? Yes. Archie said, squirrel suit-based jumping has a 1 in 2,000 chance of dying. It's cumulative, so if you jump twice, it's now 2 in 2,000. Wait, what? Squirrel jumping? Squirrel suit-based jumping. Oh, squirrel suit. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy that that has more odds or less odds. You know, you've seen that the squirrels with the suit. I've never with the, seen it. The no. fl- yeah, with the flaps. No, never seen it. And they jump it. off uh, mountains and stuff, and they just like glide. Never seen that. Really? No. Where do you live? <laughs> I, in what world do you live? I live with you. I know, but how do you? You've never seen one in two thousand. So you have more chance of surviving. And then he says it's cumulative cumulative so if you d- jump twice it's now two in 2000 lots of dead people <laughs> well it's it's like uh so you have less chances of surviving going up in a space rocket than you do jumping off a mountain in a polyester suit so there you go <laughs> have a good day all everyone. right ladies and gentlemen we'll see you tomorrow and until then watch your head of time sister yeah, waste of time the whole world wants a piece of my head but they all get a piece of my mind instead i roll over and go back to bed it's such a Waste of time A waste of time A beautiful waste of time It's just a waste of time A beautiful waste of time It's just a waste of time A beautiful waste of time time. It's just a waste of time.